welcome to the Life-Giving Podcast, your midweek sprint edition, where we just put a whole lot of current events out on the table, and we rip through it really quick, okay? Uh, I'm your host, Isaac Lopez. Glad and thankful that you are joining me here on the show on the midweek edition. Uh, we've got a lot to get to, but before we get to that, before we jump into looking at what we have for today, uh, I just want to say happy May. The summer is officially here. Lockdowns are starting to uh, go down across or go up, rather. They're starting to lift the ban around the United States, and that's something worth celebrating. And uh, one of the things that I want to bring up here in the introduction is uh, the theme from today, first show here in May until August, it will be our summer of Take Back Current Events. It's our Take Back Current Events summer, just taking back the responsibility of what should be under the Lordship of Christ. And we'll get into that later and explain it, but just putting a pin putting a pin in this right now, that's the theme of our um, of our summer, taking back current events. So let's get to the show. For today, we have a number of things we're getting to. On the international level, what's cooking out in the world, uh, there, we're going to be considering our shutdowns completely pointless. There is an Israeli doctor that came out with a very intriguing article, and Elon Musk sounds off. We're looking now at the national level, and we're looking at what the NCAA is doing to enable men to beat out women in women's sports. That's in our national segment. And then in our third and final segment, we are looking at uh, what's happening close to home. And for the majority of my listeners, it is Moscow, Idaho. And so that's what we're looking at in the local segment. Uh, here in Kendrick, Idaho, there is a brewery that is staying open and sticking it to the governor. And we're going to consider that and more on today's show. Once again, thank you for joining the Midweek Sprint. This is the Midweek Sprint edition of the Life Given Podcast. Okay, here we go. So first up, we have the uh, question is, are shutdowns completely po uh, pointless? And this is coming from AFA.net. Uh, this is a report that came out. And uh, they the writer is uh, reporting on this doctor, Yitzhak Ben Israel of Tel Aviv University, who also happens to be on the research and advisory board for one of the leading pharmaceutical companies in the world, Tabo. Um, and so he did this study and concluded that all the lockdowns, all the shutdowns, and this is basically verbatim, all the closing of churches, schools, etc., was nothing more than economy-destroying madness. Um, Ben Israel, the professor, plotted the rates of new coronavirus infections in the U.S., the U.K., Sweden, Italy, Israel, and a number of other countries that most resemble the United States in culture and governing structure. Really, and remember, the central question is, are the shutdowns pointless? Is this just um, overloading? Is this just going uh, to one side, to the extreme of one side, and not trying to find what is best for everyone involved? And apparently, th this is his conclusion that it didn't matter whether a country pursue, pursued a very severe, and this is, this is a quote from the article from the summary, uh, it didn't matter whether a country pursued a very severe incarceration in place policy like Israel, or went about business as usual like Sweden, like we talked about last week. 
the coronavirus followed precisely the same pattern. In the word of column, columnist Medina Melvin of Town Hall, coronavirus peaked and subsided in the exact same way, in the exact same way, the emphasis of the author. And so to, to the point of Dr. Ben Israel's research, it showed that all countries experienced identical patterns of disease progression. The infections grew steadily, even exponentially, until they peaked in the sixth week and began to rapidly subside by the eighth week. And so this is very interesting because we, the last few weeks, and this is, I don't think that there's, um, that it's weird to see that we're starting to lift the ban as more data is coming out and more people are becoming educated with more facts. I think that just makes sense. I don't know. Um, I think that sure the lockdown at first might've been a good thing, but now with more, the more data that we have, the more nuanced our solution should become. It shouldn't be uh, the all encompassing lockdowns that we have seen up until this point. And so uh, that, I think that, is really interesting and yet another article to the point of hey let's get back to business as usual and you know this is uh this is really interesting because elon musk had an interview with uh i believe it was business insider and he he's basically not happy okay um and this is a direct quote from an interview they had with him or reported on an interview from him frankly i would call it forcible imprisoning of people in their homes against all of their constitutional rights, in my opinion, he said. It's breaking people's freedoms in ways that are horrible and wrong and not why they came to America or built this country. Now, if you go and listen or read this interview, be aware there are quite a few expletives. So just kind of a heads up on that. He, he did point out that Tesla, which is his big company, will weather the storm, but there are many companies that will not. Everything people have worked for their whole life is being destroyed in real time. Now, I just wanted to bring Elon Musk up because more people are starting to realize that this is an overreaction and more people who not only have things at stake, but people like Elon Musk who employs thousands of people really want his people to continue to work. Maybe it's for selfish reasons, but for the reasons elucidated in that article, it sounds like it's for the benefit of his employees. And I think that we're, once again, we need to, find more of a nuanced approach to this. I think people are starting to realize that. Praise the Lord. Uh, and I think that that is just a wonderful thing that's starting to uh, light, uh, light bulbs off in people's heads. Okay, so for our second segment here at the national level, what? so, so we looked at that article from uh, the Israel professor, and I think that's great to be getting uh, you know, when people who are outside the nation are saying, hey, you can be doing things differently, I think we can look at that and maybe see that as a more unbiased perspective, like maybe someone who may not be as invested in the country. So I think that that could be a really uh, good thing to take into account. Um, uh, let, me, let me know your thoughts on that study and on that uh, conclusion that the professor brought. So once again, moving back to this segment, uh, the the NCAA recently had a championship um, that, and this is coming from the Alliance Defending Freedom, and they shared this video that was taken at the Big Sky Conference Championships in Idaho for the mile run. And that, once again, this could have been a local segment, but this is just one example of many happening around the countries. And um, the uh, it's a video of these runners competing on the track, and there, it's a 
women's competition, women's, air quotes, the female athletes are being forced to compete against a male athlete. When you're watching the video, uh, you, you can, uh, they, they highlight the person who is the man because it's harder to see, but he definitely is uh, one of the taller, one of the broader uh, people on the track. And he just absolutely lights uh, his competitors up who all happen to be women. And it only makes sense, you know, like that a man beat a woman in a sport. We, uh, I mean, you're just going against biology at this point to argue that uh, it's only fair for women to compete against men or men to compete against women. If you identify as a woman, you should be allowed to uh, play in their sports. And I think we're seeing uh, the uh, the faults with that argument, with that line of reasoning. And um, this is, uh, it's there, there are a number of things to take from this one instance. In the article itself, they mentioned how Governor Brad Little uh, here, the governor of Idaho, uh, signed the Fairness in Women's Sports Act into law to ensure that women have a fair playing field in athletics. Events like the Big Sky Championship just go to show how necessary Idaho's law is. So, you know, keep women's sports for the women. It makes sense. But this is the thing, and this is why I'm bringing it up, because really there's the only thing people are talking about is the coronavirus. And it's really easy when we're focused on one thing, say the coronavirus or say uh, abortion, arguing over abortion, which are both very important. And I think I've elucidated my position on both issues very clearly in the last couple months, but both are really important issues, but they can be so all encompassing that we let small things slide. And we get to the point that we're looking at someone like Governor Brad Little. I don't really know his faith background, how religious he is. Um, and if I agree with him on all the, what I think are very important things, but we're getting to the point that when someone says a man is a man and a woman is a woman, that we're like, sign me up. I'm voting for that guy. We have gotten to a point in our political landscape that we are literally just saying, Hey, great argument that you just made when literally a two-year-old should be saying that not say a 47 year old running for governor or a 50 year old running for president. Like it just surprises me. And this is the reason I want to bring this up is the fact that it's really easy to lose sight of all the very important things in the one all encompassing picture. And so uh, just to kind of bring that up and put that on the table, there are so many cultural battles happening right now that I think it, it's really important that we find the things that we're good at. And this is why we need so many people involved in current events. And that's uh, what is behind the take back current events this summer. That's the theme for the summer, to take it back, to really take responsibility for discussions in current events. And where, where I'm going with this is that I would love it if you would share your stories with me and share your uh, feedback on articles you're reading because we need more conversation and we need more people uh, taking responsibility for what's going on in the culture because we get to a place like we are in right now where we are saying a man is a woman and gold star for you. Like every Christian, every conservative think that that's such a wonderful stance and it is, don't get me wrong, but I just we're so callous to the point that we think that that is uh, the thing that we are going to vote on and not um, 
uh, voting on what is good for our economy or what is good for our education, uh, for our national education system. And that's, that's the thing that, um, once again, those should be the basic building blocks of our society. And right now, we are fighting over the foundation of our society. So that brings me to a, an exciting announcement. Uh, this, the, for the month of May, the Life Given Podcast is being sponsored. It has its very first sponsorship, its official sponsorship. Uh, for, um, and that sponsorship is uh, Friedel Financial Coaching. Now, if you want to know more about Friedel Financial Coaching, we will have an interview with Ezra. But Ezra Friedel is the founder of this company and this, this small business. And he is, um, his desire is for you to take back uh, responsibility of your finances and to align it with your worldview. And that is really important to uh, the financial coaching system that he's working in. And uh, everyone has their dreams for what they want the future to look like. However, most of us are held back from achieving those dreams by debt and consequences of bad financial decisions. That is why Friedel Financial Coaching exists, to help you achieve your financial dreams. You can follow Friedel Financial Coaching on Facebook or schedule a time to speak with them at ramseycoach.com slash Friedel. Now, I will, and I will link to this uh, to both in the show notes, and I think that uh, if you are um, struggling in a very uncertain time, that this is the time to get counseling, and this is the time to find um, uh, some peace in your finances and in this very uncertain economy. So locally, uh, this is a very, very sticky situation. I think we're going to be seeing more like it, but there is a brewery in Kendrick, uh, Kendrick Idaho, that um, it has opened its doors and is basically defying the uh, Governor Brad Little's stay-at-home order. And it opened its doors on Friday. And now this, granted, the uh, Governor of Idaho did place in step a, uh, did start uh, a four-step plan to get Idaho's economy back up and running, to get us back to normal. Um, but that, uh, it was a very small step forward in the first phase to the point where we're still kind of um, where we were a couple of weeks ago, but he's just lifted the official ban and started moving people out and started allowing people to go to some restaurants, basically um, like the bare minimum that you can do to allow your restaurant to stay afloat. But that is not saving some of these restaurants. So the hardware brewing company in Kendrick, Idaho, uh, this is coming from Moscow Pullman Daily News, and this is quoting, defied the Republican governor's stay healthy order and opened its doors Friday afternoon in downtown Kendrick. And um, there, so there was a police detective that was sent there, Jake Schwake, I could have that wrong. Um, and he had a lengthy discussion with the owners around 4.30. And uh, so a number of political officials were actually there uh, in fact, Lieutenant Governor of Idaho, Janice McEachin, um, and then a number of senators and some state reps were there. And they were around as this uh, uh, police officer was talking to the owners. And he just said, hey, like you are in violation of the 
uh, governor's orders, um, but the owners knew it. And Christine Lowen, one of the owners, said her business, which serves craft beer, local wine and food, uh, has been trying to serve takeout for weeks leading up to Friday, leading up to this last Friday. And uh, But one of the things that um, a lot of the businesses around here in Moscow have been able to adapt to uh, doing takeout, to doing uh, basically makeshift drive-through windows. Um, her place is really built to be a destination place. Uh, so uh, they really rely on her cu on customers driving from far from uh, here, Lewiston, Grangeville, to be able to enjoy the business's atmosphere. Um, and they come for uh, uh, the culture of the restaurant as well as the music and as well as the food uh and they because of little's order that he put in place a couple months ago i think they have only made a 16th of what they would during this time and i i think that that's really uh, uh you're putting a lot of businesses in uh, this kind of bind as to whether or not you are going to openly say uh, governor just you just like I'm gonna stick it to you. I'm gonna like just completely ignore what you have to say because I need to be able to make a living. And this, there's this, uh, um, you know, there's the difference between essential and non-essential businesses that have come out recently. Uh, and this definition of like these businesses are essential, these are non-essential, and the non-essential businesses are really getting the raw end of the deal. And like I said, uh, I think that the lockdowns were an okay measure in the first couple weeks but honestly it's coming to the point that i i'm all for going to support uh the kendrick brewery uh for them standing up for their constitutional rights and for uh being able to supply their employees at some point to continue to employ them uh so that they can continue to make a living the lowmans uh the owners of that business because at this point I believe that the cure is far worse than the disease is actually. And um, we are getting a very, very brutal taste, uh, very brutal medicine uh, that I think is just going to leave our economy, which you could say is our immune system for the country, is getting laid waste. And that's all thanks to our government official. So good on you, Hardware Brewing Company. Keep up the good work. And hopefully I'll make it out to supporting you very shortly. So that is this week's show. I hope that you really enjoyed it. I've, I enjoyed it. Uh, I think that times are just happening so rapidly. Things are uh, progressing so quickly in these times, in these coronavirus times, if you will. And um, I think that it's uh, really giving so much to talk about. And that's why I really think that this summer is going to be more important than ever to take back current events. And I, I want to elucidate just a what I mean by that point, what I mean by that theme, um, and what I, I what I would like to come out of it this summer. And uh, this this podcast was and initially started and still is all about creating conversation. That's why we're going back to these shorter shows, midweek sprints, and that is also why uh, we're trying to get the new site up and running with short posts so that people can read and stay up to date on current events and not have to go to the uh, lengths of trying to find uh, out information without wasting time. So uh, the goal for Take Back Current Events this summer is 
that I would like if you have a story of a conversation or even a point that you found interesting in an article that you would like to share, go to the Life Given News Facebook page and post on our wall. Post on uh, what you, uh, some, some thoughts that you had, uh, an article that you thought interesting, go ahead and share it there. A conversation that you thought you had and that you may, might have got the raw end of the deal, go ahead and share it, obviously leaving the person that you had the disagreement anonymously. Um, but I, I really want to create a, uh, a summer where Christians are taking a stand in Christ's name in current events to take it back and to show that this belongs to our Lord, just like every other area in our life. Anyway, once again, thank you uh, for uh, thanks to Friedel Financial Coaching for the sponsorship for this May. If you're looking for a, a way to get on top of your finances, go talk to Ezra Friedel. And if you want to find out more about Ezra and his uh, business and his startup, uh, stay tuned on Saturday, the finish line, we will have a, a very, very great interview uh, with Ezra Friedel. Um, and that will be live May 9th at 10 a.m., I believe. Um, and all the, the information that was in this podcast, you will be able to find in the show notes. So once again, I hope you have a great rest of your week. And I hope that you found this uh, very encouraging and also uh, to just start stirring the pot of current events. So as always, remember the life that you have been given and the life that you have received includes every area of life. Why should current events be the exception? God bless.